0: hey folks welcome to the sloppy boys blowout we're gonna have some fun today a little bit. We're talking about music. I'm sitting here with Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And Jefferson Dunton. Hey, hey. And when it, usually I say here, I, I usually say I'm sitting here with. It's just kind of like a. It's collo- euphemism. Yeah, euphemism. I'm literally sitting with these guys right here. We're, sitting here. I'm. Here's me smacking Mike.
1: <laughs> and here's me spanking the monkey.
0: Oh no, <laughs> Tim. The air. Uh, yeah, I'm in L.A. And I, we are. On location.
1: It's kind of a whole West Coast vibe, you We're know? we yeah. There's We're palm backs. trees swaying in the background. Yeah. yeah. Movie Coast. stars. Hey, can I hop on the pod? No, we don't really do that for the blowout. Yeah. And your credits kind of suck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> can I hop on the pod? Bane! Tom um,
0: Hardy doing your Bane character? No, you can't. I thought you'd like that. We, we do. You can't. I'd have, have Tom Hardy on if he said, if, he's, if he came up with the idea, I want to come on, but I want to be Bane. I'd be like, I would, okay, say,
1: yeah, great. Yeah, great. This is That'd an be- in-universe appearance by Bane? Yeah. I'd be like, Tom, I love your acting, but you can't be Bane. I'm sorry, you <laughs> can't. You're the <laughs> Bane, Bane of <laughs>
0: this Bane. podcast,
2: Tom. Now,
1: if Mitt Romney wanted to come on as Bane Capital, I'd be fine with that.
0: Mm. Mm. Now...
2: Now there's a certain guy who is concerned about his prescriptions. We know him well.
1: He's yeah. a mobster in a yeah. certain HBO drama, yeah. Yeah, if, fictional. If, fictional.
2: If, if he wanted to be appear on the podcast, I actually would be
0: okay with that. Jeff, you I got bad news for me? <laughs>
2: you, you,
0: you, you, my Camford, have bad news for me on that front?
3: hmm I'm not going to say it. You're not going to say that I'm not going <laughs> to
0: say the bad news because I feel like I'm going to make a joke okay, of it. Okay, well,
3: well, would you He be was a cool? great
0: actor, great guy, and uh, I'm not going to make a joke
1: would you be cool with me uh, saying something on the matter? If you if you want to have that on, you go ahead. I gotta get the prescription. Yeah,
3: yeah baby. There he He's is. Back.
2: I knew he'd show up.
1: That old fucker.
0: <laughs> hey, we should do a blowout. Best impressions we can possibly do. We should do <laughs> yes. We should figure out our best impressions and do those for the entire play characters for the entire blowout. First of all, I really do like. I really do like your James thank you, Gandolfini thank impression, but you know, it
2: but, takes uh, a but lot that would of time be incorrect
0: to say because it's really actually Gandolfini, as we said, has, is doing an impression of Tony Soprano in that show.
1: Now, Jeff, you do the whole cast of Breaking Bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I do.
1: Let's hear a few of them
2: uh, all right in a row. Well, <laughs> Got to a bad start. Whoa, this is really uh, funny, what? Jeff. Uh, this Mike
1: sidebar second. this sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I kind of think Jeff fucking blows I, up
1: wait, these I approaches. brought
2: this fucking thing up, so it's on me. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, I'm thinking of Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Let, let me see. Let me see if is I can Jesse here? Oh, oh Jesse here. Let me see if I can find him somewhere in there." Uh, Mr. White. This awesome. Chili P.
1: Chili P. <laughs>
0: That's good. Uh, you've done it better before, J.D. Yeah, yeah. no, no,
1: but you also do uh, Mr. White. Let's hear him. Jesse. That's good. And now Hank. Uh, uh, uh,
2: Marie, uh, get it. Don't, those, are, those are minerals. Uh, so I think this guy doesn't know how to do an impression. Guys, <laughs> that doesn't count as our impression episode. I'm going to work on my Breaking Bad I think you do the Bane impression. Yes.
0: Now wait a minute. We get Tim. Who are you going to do for your impression? You do a. I,
1: I can't think of any impression I've ever done that I liked. Um, maybe uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> if you, you use it every know. sentence like that, you may know me from. The movie Once Bitten and <laughs> Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, 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 old
2: Jim Carrey before
0: he was sort of found his
2: own thing. No, yeah, much yeah.
1: later on, I did the Number Twenty Three.
0: Oh, so you're doing early Jim Carrey and, and later then lesser Jim Carrey. Hits. Yeah, yeah. I've got
1: a few new projects coming up. A
0: couple years ago, I used to t- paint pictures of
1: Donald Trump, and now I'm in a uh, Sonic the
0: Hedgehog, um, <laughs> which I heard is good.
2: If you if you want to see uh, if you want to see Carrey prance around and be a, a kid movie villain, uh-huh. Sonic head. Sonic Hedgehog. Sonic is Hedgehog
3: the music is the movie. Isn't Sonic Hedgehog? <laughs> 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 isn't is... Sonic
1: Hedgehog uh, uh, full disclosure. Side note: We're fully drunk because of the. We recorded this after the main show this week. Yeah, but, but mo- they don't, know that. They, they don't know, know, know that. they don't know that. They don't know that. The patrons have no idea. But moving on, isn't Jim Carrey in Sonic? Didn't Adam Sandler text him to say you were really funny in He's this like, movie? Dude, but, you were so
0: funny in this movie. <laughs> I love that. I like that. Maybe that's that, maybe that's not your your impression.
3: Uh, Adam Sandler. Sandler's not
2: your best. Uh, uh, um, who do, who among he's us? He's from New Hampshire. Uh, who among us does a good <laughs> uh, Sandler? A good I sand feel man. like
1: it's hard these days because everyone does Jimmy Fallon's sandler. version of it. Right, everyone right, right. says habadooby you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shaba Hey, he was
0: good in Uncut Gems.
1: That's true. That's different, he though.
0: He was good in a lot of movies. He's good in every movie. I love the Sandler. I got to say,
1: he was good in Billy Madison. Billy Madison all <laughs> the way to Uncubbed Jim. But like, if you love the movie Billy Madison, if you love the movie Happy Gilmore, you can't overlook the performance of right. Adam Sandler. I,
0: I uh, laughed my little a-hole off during his uh, <laughs> stand-up special on Netflix a couple of years ago. I was ago. so happy when I, that came out. I saw <laughs> that so many times. Be, right?
2: Because even a, even a Sandler fan like myself, you, you, you start to sort of tune out a lot of the Sandler movies because it's like, well, he's supporting his friends and his production company and he wants to go on trips and he's a family man now. Maybe comedy isn't front and center for him the way that it used to be. Sure. And then that special came out and it just vindicated my, my longtime love for the Sandler. Absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it
1: was the vintage salmon. And then you had a lot of people saying, uh, this bothered me, people being like, oh, you Sandler haters, he was good the whole time. And it's like, no, Adam knows. There's You don't have to act. You don't have to stick up for a guy who's making $100 million a year. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And he was an artist, and he is an artist. And there was 20 years where he made a billion dollars. You don't have to stick up for him.
0: And I left OL at uh Hoobie <laughs> Halloween. Oh, I, love, yeah, I loved Hoobie Halloween. Halloween. Uh, what was the oh, one? Watch that. I'm going to make that a yearly thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it is good. And it's got a lot of the familiar...
2: Happy Madison players. You got- Plus yep. Betsy. Oh, Betsy's in it. Betsy's in it. Shaq is in it. Shaq's in I- it. I like that he just rolls up people like,
1: hey, Shaq was in grown ups. Now he's, in- he's going to be <laughs> yeah, a regular yeah, yeah. Shaq player. Shaq like the new Nick Swanson. You're yeah. part of the team. Shaq must have more money than you could imagine, but Shaq is right now in three he's the face of three different companies yeah, right now the man. he's the man he's, he's the papa john's guy and you're like that's great go for it mm-hmm. have one big thing but he's like there's like two other things where he's the main guy in the well commercial. shaq
2: has a sense of humor about himself like there are so many little memes of shaq doing a little shoulder shimmy or peeking out from behind a tree uh-huh, uh-huh. and like michael jordan is obviously a better basketball player mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the sense of fun of Shaq.
0: Yeah, he might just be like, I'm kind of done with that stuff. And Shaq's like, I'm a fun guy, I want to keep doing it. And, like, yeah, Michael Jordan's in a movie, but did he
2: ever play a genie? No. Or a, or a Superman? No, he didn't.
1: Mm. Speaking of people who played genies, do you know this thing about how um, Robin Williams got scale? For... Um,
2: Grayscale from uh, Game <laughs> of Thrones? No.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: Scale, pay, sag, pay mm-hmm. for Aladdin. How, what, in what way? Somebody was just telling me this. I want to say it's Stony Sharp, and he's a director, so he would know yeah. that uh, Robin Williams. The
2: DGA would never permit him to say something uh, incorrect uh, about,
1: <laughs> believe, believe his name. Um, but uh, so Disney said, Hey, Robin Williams, want to want to play the genie in Aladdin? Oh, yes, and oh my god, I'd love to. <laughs> he's been conjured, <laughs> the spirit um, of <laughs> <laughs> Disney said. Uh, hey, you want to be in an Aladdin? And he was like, I'll do it. And, and quite frankly, I'll do it for like no money if you don't put my name on the poster and you don't promote that I'm in it because I have my big movie, Toys, is coming out.
2: Mm. Ah, and it's going to be a huge hit. One of the few flops.
1: And I have to focus on that, yes. And he then, uh, Toys flopped, and then also Disney only paid him that whatever that is, $900 a day. And then they fucking didn't listen to him and they put his name on it. Remember, when Aladdin came out, they were like, Robin Williams is of course, of course. the genie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so oh, they fucked him over. Well,
2: well I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't remember. But did they put his name on the poster? Or is it just like, they didn't put his name on the poster, they, but they did a million Entertainment Tonight specials about how he's they, in yeah I saw the poster. And they, and was like, and Mark is blue man work as blue man
1: <laughs> they put his name on the poster because there were no other stars other than gilbert godfrey but like uh the, the, the aladdin kid, himself was was the guy from, from full house <laughs> yeah and he didn't oh, even yeah. sing uh, uh but no they, they did they fully went for it and just put his name all over here's
2: it. the thing i don't like robin williams as a genie love him obviously did a great job great. it's an iconic character for a guy who is a, is a live action icon already I feel like he opened the door to celebrities doing voiceover to, uh, to to the detriment of voiceover. Like, you know, when you see like open season, it's Martin Lawrence and Ashton Kutcher. It's like, is this, is this for the parents just to just to jack themselves off? To be like, I think
0: I know that was voices. I think that's just like m- capitalism movie theater yeah. things decline movie theater movies declining and. Let's get people in by getting names that right. Which is weird like, because it is bad. it is like
1: it's actively bad. For yeah. for voiceover, you want to get lost in the movie. Yeah. And I hate it when I when I'm watching a Pixar movie and I'm like, "Who is, Who is that? that? Yeah. Who is that?
0: Is
2: that uh, Yeah. No, I... Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. And you're like, "That's that's totally wrong. You want to be like, "No, that's the talking pig."
0: I told you about the time I went to to the incredibles and the whole time i'm thinking who the
1: fuck is the dad it's craig t nelson it. <laughs> yeah and like the ghost of craig T. nelson
0: ah this guy makes uh or a girl we don't know who guy or girl hey they make good photoshop for us they make great Photoshop. The of Craig sure, t nelson we, we don't know if they use photoshop they make
1: great they make great graphics graphic yeah, images maybe they don't even use keep photoshop. it up i love it
0: it's so funny to me because uh They'll put something online as from the episode we did. I'm like, oh yeah, we did talk about that. Mm-hmm. And they grabbed it and they made a funny little. Thing but
2: here's the, joke. the thing, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind a good actor doing doing some good voiceover. But that used to be like a small community of people who couldn't get other work and were really skilled in this like voiceover yeah. thing. And now you have Justin Timberlake doing like shitty troll shit.
1: Well, I'm wor- right now working have you seen on his a- movies. No, they're great. I'm right now working on a voiceover <laughs> uh, project. <laughs> And the people who, the voiceover people that, that are acting in it, yes. it's a skill. You know, like sometimes you'll mm, bring in an actor mm. and you're like, you're playing nine characters today. And over the course of seven hours, yeah. they play nine characters. That's amazing. And that's who should be making all the money. And it's so weird to be like, Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> Funny song, but well as a casting choice, I'm not into it. Well, Give me that know, role me- to- me, I can be a voiceover guy. I can talk like this. Oh, yeah. Tim, Tim can I talk to you for a second? Oh, that was
2: Let me great. know if you need it. Let me know if you need anybody. I can come down. I can do Yogi Bear.
1: <laughs> I can do Yogi Bear Ra.
2: Uh, I will say this as far as impressions go. Frank Caliendo on Birthday Boys was like a whole nother
0: level of doing real-time impression-y shit. He was, yes. Between takes, he like just entertained us. He everyone was standing around he like did his impressions and was fucking great just jumping around between like
2: uh john madden and jeff goldblum and all the and all yeah. this other stuff and when we were on set i remember him saying like could you guys just give me what i'm talking about that makes it so much easier to riff on whatever like oh. the like like the mannerisms and the and the speech are no problem for him he just needs to know like what am I talking ah, about? And, yes, that's, yes. and that's why Stiller was like, you are born. And he was like, as Jeff Goldblum or whatever. Huh. And he was like, oh, that's right. yeah, very, yeah, very interesting. It's funny to see these, these dudes who have that skill. Yeah. What do they need given to them versus what just gushes out of
0: them? It's you know? like, a, it's like a, a, an improv thing where it's like, I just need one thing or a suggestion of something and I'm a good enough actor or impressionist and I can go with it. I can it. generate. Yeah.
1: And speaking of Ben Stiller, now there, there's a, a a classy guy who that thing of um, Robin Williams being like, oh, I can't do Aladdin now because I'm promoting toys and toys is my big important thing. And yeah. if you deal with any celebrities during award season, I, I've yeah. like asked celebrities to be in sketches before. We're
0: outside folks, that's with the helicopter. Is. Oh,
1: we got to fly over. Working on award shows, you reach out to uh, celebrities to be in sketches, and they say, "I would love to do this sketch, but I'm." promoting my award film and i have to be serious right now I,
2: I can't appear in something that is not promoting the thing that my managers told me exactly
1: I well when ben stiller did that scene in the birthday boys with frank caliendo yes he was in walter, walter Mitty mode and you mm. and you got a a that that was a movie a passion project of his a passion project of his a big studio made it and it was going into that fall it was like being groomed for all the awards and stuff And all the Stiller people, you know, uh, we dealt with his company and they're like, well, we'll check with Ben, but you know, when, you know, like Ben, Ben's doing a lot of the round tables and do a lot of stuff and it's award season. But then Ben, you send him a sketch script and he says, I'm in.
0: He liked it. I want to come. I want to have
1: fun. I want to goof around. He
0: did great. I don't care about
1: that. Cool dude. Small gold Oscar statue. (laughs) I care about those birthday boys. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) all I care about. Birthday boys. Yes, yes, yes. Well, enough about the acting world and the impression world. What are we talking about today?
2: We're dealing with...
0: (laughs) We're shifting gears
2: for a second. I would say that the the topic of discussion today is doing a bit of an impression herself. Oh. Oh. How so? Jumping right into Olivia Rodrigo. She's maybe doing a Taylor impression. She's maybe oh, doing a Billie oh. Eilish impression. But let's get into it. All right. Okay. Am I am I just talking shit to get listeners on board? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Well, maybe. you're going to have to go against your boy who's a big fan. This is going to be a... a we're going to fight tooth and nail over it.
2: Maybe I'll be the heel this episode. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: And maybe I'll be the wonderful star. And maybe
3: I'll <laughs> just be the
1: eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: eye candy on a podcast. That's where you want to be. <laughs>
1: So we're talking about
3: those <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're talking about this week about Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour. Uh, this was this was my idea. I texted you guys and said, "Hey, we gotta talk Sour." And
2: uh, and, I, and, and I thought Sour Patch Kids love it. I love well, them. I can't do. wait to talk about. And, them. and
1: that was like a month past, and you thought you were you were like tasting Sour Patch Kids every day, writing up your little yeah, reviews. Yeah, yeah. And Mike, what did you think?
0: I said Olivia Rodrigo. Who who is this? and you said driver's license Mm -hmm. and i said oh i just heard that song i thought it was Billie eilish
1: very understandable understandable it's got it's got a the beat at least has a billy influence um well well you know i want to ask you guys when you first heard of her and and when you when you knew the song and what you thought of the album and all that but i i want to start by saying why Why are we talking about this? I think it's because, hey, we're musicians. We love where note meets scale. We mm-hmm. just did
0: the Whiskey Sour episode.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Her new album is called Sour. Ex- okay, okay. Her well, thank, thank album is called Sour.
1: We recently, two weeks ago, uh, did a Whiskey Sour episode. Mm-hmm. And, But I think, um, well, I've got a lot to say about the album, but I think at, at the bare minimum, why I elected it and texted it to you guys was, we are musicians. We know the feeling of making an album. Hell, we made three of them, and they're fucking great. Yeah. But this was an album where there was a single that was a big, fat, hit single yeah. all around the globe, and then there, there were two more singles, and then this was the album drop on uh, Friday, May 21st, mm-hmm. so fairly recently. Yeah, Taurus season. Yes. Thank you. I'm a Taurus as well. Me too, yeah. Um, that explains a lot about this podcast.
0: I'm a tourist.
1: in <laughs> YouTube's <Mike>.
0: weird world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tourist in a tourist world. Mike,
2: just j- what are you? Just real quick so we can... Libra. Scorpio. So everybody can co-star us. And you know, Okay, keep, keep going, Tim.
1: Scorpio. I was going to say that... Scorpio. We'll get into the exact album and all the specifics, but I, I just in general...
0: Exact album. Yeah, we're just talking about one of <laughs> <album. laughs>
1: The very exact album. But in general, I, I just like the idea of, like, when you've heard one song... It takes multiple, a pattern doesn't form until you hear there's two or three things, right? Mm-hmm. So when you hear, if you hear one song, you're like, well, that's a single. You can hear more, a couple more songs and you start to say, oh, there's a pattern. But an album, we live in not so much the album era anymore, but I love albums because yeah, it's a half an hour or more.
2: It's a body of work. It's yep. a body of yep. work,
1: but and you, you can make any sounds you want.
2: Yep. you can Fart sounds.
1: S- fart sounds. <laughs> Guitar or, sounds. Uh, uh, piano sounds. <laughs> sounds. Yeah, it's preferable. You, you can sing about whatever you want. Mm. It's a big blank slate. And, and that is very interesting with any person who has been set up with a platform like Olivia has. What are they going to say? What are they going to sound like? What are they going to do? Michael.
0: I was happy listening to this album and saying, this is a concept album. This is which is so rare and so like out of date. This is a person who went through a breakup, and we're living in it for thirty four minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool for her first album. Yeah, yeah, for the first album, be like, this is me. This is what I'm doing right now. It kind of speaks to the uh, the Instagram nature of the world, where like what I'm doing right now is what I'm. You'll see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, rings,
2: rings on a tree. She's yeah. she's not trying to be like. I'm going to give you all these different flavors and and like. Because when you think uh, of like,
0: I'm having my first album, I got to do this type of song. This type is yes. a love song, a hate yeah, song, a yeah. uh, uh, dance song. <laughs> Everybody put the toes in front. Oh
1: my God, I want to dance so bad. I wish I was on a dance floor. Put your toes, to in,
0: put front. Your toes in front.
2: Oh, that's the new Why around. do I always. <laughs>
3: why
1: must I always put my toes in
3: back? And you twist oh. around?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Tim, maybe you can speak to, like, the genesis of this album a little bit, but I think it definitely but helps. I
0: can't dance. Genesis, I the know, band, can't. Sit. Mike, Phil Collins. Mike,
2: we're not doing
1: that now. Stop we're not
0: it. doing Hold that on, now. Stop, Mike. Hold on, sorry. Tim, stop. Tim was starting to name the uh, band members of Genesis. She said Phil Collins, yes, and who, uh, who else?
1: Well, formerly Peter Gabriel. <laughs> okay. And then a third little fucking guy mm-hmm. that nobody knows, and he wheezes <laughs> his way in, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he
2: gets in there. <laughs> all right, all right. But But, uh driver's license to my understanding was a surprise hit that nobody saw coming right. not even olivia and people were like holy shit who's this girl and i remember when the song was climbing up the charts to the tune of millions on spotify oh my God. Yeah. people were like finding her and she seemed unprepared for stardom like like yeah, her was bio like, oh, was like just that. like i love taylor swift and i'm 17 mm-hmm. and it was like Oh you're aspiring <laughs> to be a pop star and this yeah. song has signified that you're there now.
1: And did you know that in that moment this was only slated to be an EP? Yeah. There mm. you go. So then the, the the idea of it being an album came after the success. And, and so I'm not oh, surprised really?
2: yeah. that whoever got their hands on Olivia like her handlers or whatever. She's Dan like a, Nigro. She, she's a she's a Disney uh, a Disney kid. She was in like the high school musical stuff. She's in like the park.
1: It's it's uh high school musical the musical the series. Oh Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, of course. She's that new because yeah. people who were in high school musical are like 32 now. She's
1: 17. She just turned 18, but right, she was 17 when she made this. But, yeah, but she it, ain't no
0: f it
2: It doesn't surprise me that the machine was just like, oh, driver's license is a hit. We're going to make 10 more songs that are driver's license. So they, do they... And, and good job whoever did it. But it's funny how they saw the persona of like... Yeah, this album is the dejected girl singing Taylor Swift esque rejection songs and yeah. har- and like yeah. heartbreak songs, and it's called Sour. And now, it's- and
1: did you think that? Well, I want to ask when when everyone first heard Driver's License, but did you f- suspect that when you heard Driver's License, or was it only when you heard the whole album that you said, "Oh, Taylor"?
0: Uh, yeah, the whole album. I heard Driver's License on the SNL sketch. Didn't know that song was so popular. Written by
1: Fran Gillespie, continue. Oh,
0: hey. <laughs> Shout out to Fran. Um, and I said to myself, I don't know what this is. And then I heard the song. I said, "This a good song. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It reminds me of a Lord song or something like that. Yeah. She, I will say this, this album feels like the, uh, I'm going to get the dates wrong, but like 10 years after Adele, like the, the heartbreak. Oh yeah,
2: Adele. Oh, yeah. Uh, I meant I meant Adele,
1: not getting Ward. dumped. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. That's and,
2: and you can tell that she is an actress because she just
0: wrenches
1: she every the
2: yeah, which, the whole. which is very
0: effective. And,
1: like, and, and, you, and that's really why I think is notable about the whole thing is emoting. like the, the, mm-hmm. She's an actress, yes. and the acting is good because a lot of time you roll your eyes when an actor is like gonna overdo it. But this album does not have like American Idol singing on it. It mm-hmm. does not have mm-hmm. the voice singing on it. It has, like, an actor acting out on the songs. I, so, I felt like, I I, I almost had, like, an embarrassing thing happen with Driver's License where it was, like, back in the day, did you ever have an indie band you liked and you were really into them and then they got a major label deal and you're like, oh, I knew about that. Yeah, Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse. I had it with, yeah, My Morning Jacket. I was, like, really into them and then I was, like, grumbly about it. Beatles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wow. What's your age again? Yeah, he was, What's my age again? Oh, God, those, them,
2: too. That's true, Blink. Honestly, I saw Blink in the Dammit years. my, my huh. I, I wasn't cool enough. My friend Adam Hoffman brought me, and he was like, "You got to see this band, Blink One Eighty Two. They're really funny." And and then they played Dammit. I was like, "I know these guys." This and then song Little is on did on I know,
1: "Can't hardly wait" soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> and then Enema of the State blasted him to superstar. Oh my god! Yeah. Um.
0: But Enema. They don't mean. Oh God,
1: <laughs> Michael, I. I make a habit of listening on Fridays. They very much
0: do. They am they, Pretty <laughs> proud of myself for
1: that. Just for listeners, Michael is kind of folding his arms in front of his chest and bobbing his head proudly. He's and now his he's head. doing some uh, kind of peace signs, West Side kind of. He's dabbing, dabbing. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, um, I'm done for now.
1: I I've been the the last year or so. I've been watching pop music closely move it for a like, like, a, a, t- hawk. like, like a hawk like a, sometimes I'll, I'll
2: hit you up and you'll be like not now jeff <laughs> eagle eye
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't hang tonight i'm
2: but I, watching i've been working on music. like
1: a tv project that requires me to be up on music so every friday i make a point to listen to this go to spotify charts top 50 you love it love it and and scope it out what oh bieber's new song is going on oh scissor let oh. me run to the altar
0: scissor <laughs> <laughs> scissor don't you miss her
1: <laughs> yep those right? are the two songs i reference. okay um I, the, the morning in January when a driver's license came out. I listened to Tom Petty. Oh, hell yeah. You're an old rock <laughs> guy. Right. Be, be honest though. How about the new, the new, uh, you know, his fucking last year, the wildflowers thing that came out was f- great. Did you listen to that?
0: I'm afraid I don't know what Tim's talking about. He yeah, came what out, what is he, this?
1: he recorded an album with Rick Rubin, only put out one half of it in the nineties. Mm. And then last year he, he finally, his estate put out the second half. Okay, it, 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 it's so good. It's got that California's being good to me. Ooh, really good. So it's
0: songs it. from the '90s that just came out.
1: It was always meant to be like a two-part album. Wow. but He was he his the wildflowers was, is great. Yes. Ooh, I'm gonna is, listen is, to that. Is, is,
2: but is, did Rick Rubin rub him the wrong way? Which is
0: something that I've heard. Ooh, about. the Rick Rubin rub
1: on uh, the broken record podcast. Rick made it sound just like we were always like trying to find out the right track list or the right context to release these songs. He moved on to other things. We always intended to return to it. And then he died. Ah, uh, okay,
0: cool. That's a guy, that's somebody who I never saw live, but I, boy, I really wanted to,
1: he specifically, you know, he played the Hollywood bowl. I know. In September of that year. And I was like, yep. eh, I'm going to skip it. I'm, I'm working. I'm tired. And then he died like three days. Yeah, later. Yeah,
0: I know that was, I heard he was good. He was, he still sounded great. It's a bummer. Mm, love Tom Petty. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: Tim. Before we
0: got to
2: Tim Petty, we were, Tom Petty, we were talking about- I
1: was talking about, oh, keeping up on pop music. So every Friday, I go to the Spotify Top 50, and I listen to, because Friday is when music drops, and I listen to what's going on, and I remember in January, uh, walking to Coffee Bean to get coffee, and I go to the Top 50. Number one, that doesn't happen- You don't really, usually on Friday, you recognize the number one song because they've been around. So this means it was debuting at number one. And I said, "Driver's license, all lowercase." Oh, that's kind of a Taylor kind of move. That, no.
0: The lowercase is a new thing. It's a—it's. I mean, a for thing. the past couple a,
1: a, of lot years, of be, but a lot of be, a, well, a lot of oh, folklore and uh, uh, fucking Evermore both had lowercase shit going on. But a on. lot of every everyone does. But it's also the opposite of like Kendrick Lamar was all caps. Mm-hmm. So then, so then, if you're a folky lady, you go the other way. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do a, a bit, I, don't I
2: like mean, it. whatever. It's an affectation. You're definitely. It's definitely you're doing a choice. something. But uh, but not since uh, Lauren Hill has somebody has a new artist debuted at number one like Olivia Rodrigo.
1: So I listened to the song and not knowing not knowing the name, this is 10 a.m. the morning the song came out.
0: And Tim's it, going in cold.
1: I'm going in cold. Tim,
0: while you're telling the story, can I back up, sing? It? Yes. Go ahead.
1: While I was on, walking I to Coffee Bean and suggest. Tea Leaf, <laughs> it, and, and imagine it sounded a little better today. than this uh, vocally. The um this, wow! I was walking to Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, ten a.m. in the morning. I put the the Spotify top fifty on number one. I don't recognize the name. That doesn't happen. I say Olivia. I'm, I'll give you a listen. I don't know. She's seventeen. I don't know what's what. I don't mm-hmm. know. She's a Disney yeah, she kid. She got me feeling like James Franco over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know she was
1: seventeen. <laughs> uh, don't look at my Instagram chats, please. So I hear this song, and 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 I and I do I instantly love it, and I and I'm like this is great, and it is uh, lyrics and the music and the the ascending. I know that I'm perfect, but I never felt this way. And then they're like, you yeah, didn't mean what we said. I was totally so on board. And then what's funny is I spent that day being like, oh, there's this great new song. And I remember going home and telling Jessica like. Well, listen to this song and then i googled and i was like oh, you gotta listen to this songs this girl's only 17 and then two three weeks later you know there's the podcast delay we're, we're we all know how it feels to 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 have some episodes uh, no, in the can by the
0: podcast delay. um
1: all the music podcast with like i listen to a lot of music podcasts with 40 year old white guys like discussing pop music sure, sure, switched on pop and time crisis and stuff like that Two, three weeks later, they finally got to to breaking down the song, and SNL, Fran's uh, great sketch was on, and I had that feeling... That you have, I got a feeling. <laughs> had, no, stupidly, I had the feeling that you have when you love an indie band before they they sell out. Yeah, I had that feeling of like I knew this song three weeks ago.
3: <laughs> it I was a coffee bean,
1: but I uh, three billion
3: other people I, knew about and, it. And
1: the, yes, the reason I knew about it is because it yeah. was number one because it debuted at number one yeah, on the came, chart. It so came the your way thing. because
0: it was number one on Spotify.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: The thing about that song, Tim, that I really enjoyed it, and then I really, really said, "Oh, this is great!" Is when she's like, "I still fucking love." It. Yes, was like, "Ooh, the, I love the 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 poignant swearing." I always mm-hmm. find that great throughout the album. Yep, we'll talk about it, and also just like. Oh, I, this I fucking love you. It's like yeah, it's such a, so good. an embarrassing thing to say to someone who Vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, Very vulnerable. And the whole you also,
1: you're love touching on, on a crux. You know who wrote that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dan Nigro is like a guy who's our age. He looks like me. And he was Ooh. in... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> he was in like good an indie, indie rock band in Long Island in, in 2006 that had moderate success. Uh-huh. And he's one of these guys. Any pop star you love has a genius musician producer working very closely with them, wrangling all of it. And
2: I feel like Billie Eilish and her 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 relationship with her brother, Phineas was so effective and personal and people were interested in it that Mm -hmm. it, that it shone a light on this relationship that young, especially female pop stars have with their producers.
1: And that that is like, people don't really know what that word producer means, but it's like everything. It's like you co-write with them, but then you also just text them voice memo ideas huh. and they turn the songs. And furthermore, that walk I was talking about many mornings, I'm walking that same walk around those fields and I see Phineas Eilish. No, you saw really? Phineas He
3: lives in the hood. Oh get him on shit. shit. Uh, get him on
1: the pot. Uh, he-
2: I've watched so many breakdowns of like Phineas tracks. I love that that dude's like 20 20- four or whatever. He just seems like a mid-thirties dude who yeah, has no ego on. whatsoever. And about,
3: like,
1: talk about a cool dude. He grew up in Highland Park. Now he lives in Los Feliz. He didn't even do the, like, he didn't do a douchey move. He was like, I'm going to
0: scale B. Move to New York. You fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you fucking He's not one of these fucking, fucking, fucking Brooklyn back to guys. You're piece <laughs> of shit.
1: Um,
0: Stop <laughs> that, Mike. So wait, so is this not her, this is Breakup, is this not her story?
1: It is. So so So, um, uh, the, the producer guy wrote the bridge. He was like, can we have a bridge? Bridges are out of style. And oh. and he helped her with that. And then they wrote it together. And he said, you should say, I still fucking love you. And she was like, I love that because I'm a Disney kid. I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah, fuck yeah. in my
2: first song. Yeah, Mickey Mouse would hate this. Uh, Mickey keep going, Mouse oh, yeah.
1: doesn't know that word. What does uh-huh. she say? What does she say? Oh. So, oh, Olivia and Dan happen? find them. They, they're sitting on an EP. They find themselves with the biggest song. extra
0: this, this
1: was... uh. She's a Disney kid, <laughs> <laughs> and she's had other songs before where she's like singing on Disney soundtracks. But this is her debut single. It sets records for like being the hugest big single right. surprise it. And then uh, Did it, it set record. I
0: think it set record for most fucks in a song, one? saying the word fuck. No, it was only one. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. No, so no.
2: It, it <laughs> well, but the, who else? I mean, a, well,
1: was? it could be the record for least fucks while still having still at least having one. yeah. Um, Damn. but it almost you know the SNL sketch is kind of like the joke is almost like this is the song that older men like and I do think that, that is sort of the th- the thing with this there's mm-hmm. a
0: lot of uh, the first song Brutal has like a real grunge feel mm-hmm. loved that guitar yeah well, can we can we play a little
2: bit of that beginning of Brutal yeah here we go and like Like, we all know the 90s are back, and, like...
1: You know, the 90s have been back for a while, and then Pen15 brought back, like, the year 2000, but it's kind of... This is kind of cool to hear, like, Mm -hmm. Paramore. But but
2: it's that weird mishmash where...
0: Right. Paramore was...
2: Here
1: we go.
0: go. Love it. Veruca assault. Yep, for sure.
1: I'm so insecure, Um, I think. Cool. Shocking! I, we we were tipped off by the the third single. Uh, Good for you that there was gonna be rock music even on this album. Yes, but I was very surprised that we were getting like rock power chords. This this is not very much in style. And this is a girl who was born in 2003. Who uh, this is like throwback. Oh, dinner. that was a year after I was born. Oh my god! It's a a year. <laughs> quite young indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, that little sound snippet at uh, the very beginning of that song she says i want it to be like messy which mm. is both saying like i'm gonna make a rock album but isn't that it's very Billie eilish starts her album by right, saying a little toss off like, the invisalign is in and now we can begin
0: do you remember a song called connection by a band called elastica no all right this, when i heard this song uh brutal it reminded me of this song but veruca salt comes to mind too Like that kind of chuggy guitar yeah. reminded me of that.
1: Sure. What, what year is this?
0: This is, like, 95,
1: I want to This brand of, like, girl rock reminds me of, like... Uh, did you ever listen to Be Your, Be Your Own Pet? It was an indie band. Uh, like, it's, it's... I mean, there's stuff on this album that's very, like, Avril. And there's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paramore, uh, Paramore, for sure. But in general... I was I was shocked that we're getting like rock sounds on this album. Did you guys see that coming?
0: No, it, it made me think too, like, is like grunge going to be the thing that comes back?: uh, It was be fucking dope.: It was grungy musically in certain parts, but also in subject matter. Yeah. I thought. like, you know, different sound, different, different more a little more poetic, but like Kurt Cobain was talking about being an outcast sure. and feeling anxious,
2: it, it, and it feels like uh, offspring self-esteem. Like I have this girl, she's fucking my friends. And And that is
1: a cool move. If you're a Disney star and everyone thinks you're like a pretty princess coming out and being like, I think I'm stupid and I don't like myself and I can't parallel park. It's like, that's, what's great about this album It's like, it's very tied to being 17 and you can only do that when you are legitimately 17. We make fun of, you know, like when we were in our mid twenties, there were a lot of like emo bands that we made fun of that were sounding too wimpy but she is 17 so she authentically has trouble parallel parking and this is the moment to say it
0: the thing about this song brutal when she's like it's brutal out here it made me re like i put it in perspective like if you're 17 right now with iphones and apps and all the fucking fucking covid and everything stuff happening yes it's like yeah it is for for a young person to feel like I've got so many like things I need to check into online, and I can keep up with people, I got to make this appearance. It is must be fucking brutal. And, and it's even with awful. like not
2: not a lot of the online shit that we we grew up with, like mm-hmm. it it did bring me back to feeling like every day was shitty. As yeah, you know, like yeah, uh, there were all those tweets online where it's like, oh, Olivia Rodrigo got millennials dusting off their Doc Martins, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, she, she's she's effectively pulling the hard strings of people Right, she's talking way, way her. out of her demographic. Yeah. Because it rings true. But
0: she's talking to her age group by being like, it sucks. Yeah. It, <laughs> it does. This, this it age does. Sucks. I, me- I remember every day, like, sucking and just being like, well, I have this crush yeah. on this girl for a year and a half. I got to keep up <laughs> with this person and this person hates me. And, and it's probably yeah, worse it's, now. And I do think... Exactly. It is worse now, I think, with, with the
1: net. I don't know that she's 100%. Uh, the song's... On this album, when she's when she's being snarky and being kind of a badass with a snarl, I don't know that she totally pulls that off. It feels it's,
2: acted sometimes. Yeah, the acting works for her a lot of the times, but then sometimes I'm like, ah, your Or just in,
1: in general, it's like 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 you have the idea of like I'm I'm mad and I'm kicking the guy to the curb is like Lizzo can pull it off and 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 Beyonce. Even while she stayed in her marriage, you're like, "Oh, she's real mad." I don't totally know that in in this sense that right. I'm like intimidated by her.
0: It's it, when, when the examples uh, you mentioned; those are those are older women who have had some experience, yeah. And it's yeah. there's like more
1: sure. pain in their voice. But sure. I do think I I took that first song not as, to discount as, her
0: feelings. I don't want to discount anyone's feelings, uh, but yeah. But like
2: there are a couple mentions through the album where it's just like the bed we made together or how you take your coffee, and I'm like. You live with your parents.
3: Well, kids are growing up.
2: I mean, so like, fast. look, like, I'm not gonna say like you know you should be sexually active, whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah, fully, kind of. she did live with her parents during the making of the. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean think, she's, right? from, she's from Temecula, but she's probably like at the Oakwood Apartments in Burbank, yeah, yeah, being yeah, a yeah, Disney yeah. kid. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But but I do think that there's like, just like when she's heartbroken on this album i believe it and when she's obsessed with what the guy is up to when she she has been dumped yeah. and and is still keeping tabs on who the guy is with now i i get it when she's being um, snarky and snide I take it as aspirational like I, I actually like don't totally believe that she is like oh good for you but I know that she wants to be like that you know sure. like mm-hmm, and and, mm-hmm. and and it feels real but I got
0: that for, for good for you I got the feeling of like very sarcastic like
1: right. oh, oh good for you I'm for not sure. doing great
0: but
2: that um, song
1: is being like I'm all fucked up yeah, yeah.
2: well uh, before we get to driver's license let's, let's do a quick check in with Trader the second track oh
1: This is a Taylor Swift, like, this is a genre that Taylor created, and this is a girl who just, to us, what would have been Weezer or something, that's what Taylor is. it
2: feels so relatable, like, throughout this album, throughout the listening, my my little notes app, I just have good couplets, where it's just like, Mm -hmm. you have a great little pair of rhymes, where it's just like, you didn't cheat, but you're a traitor, or whatever. And that's the most relatable thing, like... You didn't technically do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, because
1: she says you talked to her while we were dating. Yes. Then we broke up. You w- waited two weeks we, and you were together. It's a
2: very specific, like, I see it, what you and, did. And they have a strong premise for a lot of these songs. And uh-huh. they, they're they're all the same, which is going to become a knock that I have on this album. Oh, Whatever. By,
1: by the end, I'm with you. But in this moment, I'm still like, look, if you're 17 and you got dumped and you want to make an album about it, like, go for it, because I would rather hear you... Dig in about what you know, then try
0: to be a
2: a fully
1: faceted pop star at the gate. Like,
2: I'm fucking Lady Gaga or Madonna all of a sudden. It also
0: feels, that's what I was saying about like a very Gen -er thing, where you can track all this stuff, and it's like, I saw you, you you talked to her when we were going out, but you've done this and this and this on there, you can... Track the uh, social media imprint. Yeah. Yes. I yes. you you Am I saying that right? Social can, media? You
2: can do the forensics of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, relationship. Which, which I think is uh, a but, killer. But, but, but here's where it starts to smack of. And, and, we, and like, look, this dovetails right into Driver's License, which is track three, and it's the, it's the big one. It does feel like maybe the whole EP, the whole original EP was this vibe. But of course... As soon as a record company gets a success on their hands, they're going to be like, oh, we'll do 10 more songs of exactly that. You know, like, Did it's, you think it's, that
1: that was the A&R people? I took it as just her, like that's and, all she's got as a lyricist. And, and, and it's great, but I, I, I don't think that, I didn't read it as like her record label told her more breakup songs. I think she's like, A, my idol is Taylor Swift, who has made eight fantastic breakup albums. And then also I just got dumped we didn't get into this, uh, like, and this is—it's uh, weird for a bunch of guys in their late thirties. Yeah, we, 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 we don't matter, We're but like, but like, but, but you know, it's like the kids on TikTok are tracking that. The guy that dumped her is a guy, a Disney kid from high school. And the 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 blonde girl in the song is a blonde girl who's a Disney kid. They they know who all these people are.
0: Oh, this is these are
1: these are real people on her show, right? Very Taylor esque. In general, I mean, autobiographical elements are always overstated in music. Like she just wanted to write good music, but she did get dumped by a Disney co star who left her, and then two weeks later was dating a blonde girl.
0: I mean. I've done before. Tim Jeff and me are going out on the town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys? You didn't blow up about that, did you? No, no, Good. no, no. Good. That was all true. It was no. all very positive. Uh, it just it's feels true. like. Yeah, uh, right. I guess
2: it feels easy to me, from both a label and an artist perspective, to just be like.
3: It, it, no, Jack, it doesn't feel no, easy. It Jack? feels. It feels. Yeah. Uh,
2: it feels. Financially shrewd to be like we're going to give the populace just an uncomplicated portrait of this new pop star. Jeff,
0: you got to right. think We're, we live in age Is Instagram, it's Twitter, it's what people are doing right now. We <laughs> want to have our our media is <laughs> Hey, what I'm doing right
1: well, now. Um, Come I, on, man. I think that it, it, it is maybe the record label said that but I also think that it's like where Olivia is at right now and that if you can find 11 angles on the same breakup and write songs about it, that that's what she tried to do rather than like I don't think they're p- positioning this as her masterpiece. I feel like this is chapter one of the new Taylor. Cool. And when mm, you go back, cool. if you I listen wa- to Taylor Taylor, the album that Taylor just re-recorded, you know, it's, it's, she didn't, I feel like, uh, you know, 1989 is like the great Taylor album. And then on either side of it, you have like these like very specific niche albums. Mm-hmm. And I think for her, this is like this 17 year old breakup album.
2: That's cool. Uh, Well, as we get into Driver's License, it reminded me of Kanye Mm. in that they put the big heavy hitter on track three. I don't know
1: that they would have had the bravery. If this hadn't been a hit single, I think they would have made her make it track one. Yes. But because we had the benefit of five months, they were like, yeah, make it track three.
2: Like looking at Kanye albums, late registration. Track three is Touch the Sky. Banger. Graduation track 3 is stronger, probably the biggest track on that. Banger. His biggest song, 808s, it's heartless.
3: Banger. Banger.
2: Ooh. Twisted Fantasy, it's power. Banger. Watch the Throne, it's N-Words in Paris. Like this this, this this guy, this guy like takes two full tracks to ramp up to the fucking banger. And I feel like Olivia Rodrigo, hey, she might love Taylor, but she also might like a little bit of Kanye. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I,
0: I will will listen Watch the interview, I
2: guess. But,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, and Driver's License, as much as has already been, everyone has said everything there is to say about the song, but it is, like, funny listening to something in the context of an album and being like, ooh, it's the hit. And, like, even on listening to it this morning, I, I was still like, oh, I love this song.
0: Yeah, it really, <laughs> really, I know, it is, like, I've been singing it for the last week. It's like,
1: this is very great. I I, I have a, a joke I do around the house when I'm trying to make Jessica laugh. And this this song, and it I, fails. I assume. No, it's, it's the one joke she likes. Oh wow! I don't know why this song lends itself to it, but I'll I'll sing a song and I'll just like for no reason skip a word and stretch out another word. So so, <laughs> so I'll be like, I got my license last night. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'll, or I'll say like, uh, "You didn't mean what you wrote in that song," <laughs> and just <laughs> skip a few. But there's something about the earnestness of this song that is so straightforward that yeah. uh, that if you want a clown and you want to do you want to goof around with this a song, it, it's like sitting right there for you. It's like the most earnest song of all time.
0: Did you guys hear the uh, remix of Driver's License?
1: No, I know no. the original. I know the single version for yeah. sure.
0: The remix, I mean, there's just like a, you know how like pop songs will have like the original and then like an added verse. Yes, um, this is one that I don't think is out yet. Uh, I I haven't heard. Oh, it that's great for the pod, actually. Yeah, it, this to is have nice. an exclusive like that. But we'll. I don't know if it ever will come out. But this, I got my hands on this. It's a um, from Driver's License. It's it's the sort of uh, the extended version with a uh, a couple of guest stars. Here we go. Cool.
2: drive alone past your street. Beautiful.
3: No! Yo. Wait a minute. Yo. Hold on. No!
2: Hold on. We're here. Here we go. That Little like thriller that- Benedicta with Olivia R. No! Think it might be a mistake to get into her car. She sounded tight as Fuck! With that broken heart old, I just
0: wish she'd once put her eyes on the road. I'm getting car sick. <laughs> Don't wanna die. Yeah, she, <laughs> she misses her boyfriend now. It's not the best time to drive. Hey, guys, guys. Yeah. Come on. We talked about this. You're not doing the version where you're driving in the car with Olivia, okay? Just do the version the label
3: road, please. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I gotta get out of this <laughs> car. <laughs> I always feel
0: say um. Ooh. But she's not watching her speed <laughs> the way a
3: young driver ought to. The only thing we have to fear <laughs> is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning. They unjustified
1: would... Why? Is that huh? FDR? All right, guys, we're gonna find someone else for
3: this. Thanks for coming in. Okay. okay, thanks for having us. See you later. <laughs> oh, they're yeah,
1: fine bye. with
2: it. bye.
0: <laughs> and you don't
2: have to pay us for this if you don't want. No. Oh, do you know where my
1: jacket is? There yeah. is they're such sweet guys. They're yeah, they're
0: so fucked up. Yeah, no idea why they got hired for this super
1: huge song. Yeah. This and, song was so big already, there's no need to remix it. Right. Like, And it was a one in a million song. Why would you do that? I think... The,
0: the rumors are they paid for the studio time, and then the the producer said, "We don't need you on this." Yeah, yeah. But they paid for it. Ugh. And and they still fucking they worked in that fucking it's
1: that
3: that
2: political that political presidential uh, shit.
1: Why do they think that that? And it's so weird. Like we were listening to a live recording of them in the studio. Trying to do the song and then getting fired. Yeah. Yet they still had the FDR clip there live. It's so I don't weird. know
0: how that works because I think what they do is they put it on their phone and then just. Oh, they put, oh, that up they put to, everything uh, is digital these yeah, days. They're, they're, they're digital guys. You know, they came from they were a socially responsible rap group in the old days, and now they're trying to figure it out. Well, I, I guess I'm glad Driver's License came out how
2: it did. Me too. Uh, me too. Without those guys,
0: this is because I don't think they. are You know, that you saw heard the producers say like. We we'll get someone else. Yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah. I hope they just and, like. And we'll the remix, get. it just like hasn't come out. Yeah, and like that's, probably,
2: and
1: that's fine. Probably They're that pro- probably honestly good. the label might bury it.
0: <laughs> I hope they do. I don't. I don't know why I haven't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awesome to hear. It's fun, uh, and and it kind of like gives a whole new element to uh, Driver's License that I didn't even know about. You know, because I thought it was kind of perfect as is. Right, but. <laughs> Moving forward on the album, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just
0: hope those two don't show up on any of their songs.
1: Oh no, are they? Are, are they, they on going literally to? every? Just... I hope not.
3: <laughs> oh no. So Mike, we I just hope we. That.
1: So Mike, just so you know, we also hope not. Yeah, we all
3: yeah. hope. Yeah, none not. of us hope all that they do. Us
0: the patrons, here, all the listeners, not. the patrons. We hope they don't show yeah. up again.
1: That would really ruin my night. Yeah. Okay, so then you got one step forward, three steps back. Uh, you know, hey, we got another uh, breakup song. You know, mm-hmm. but 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 it's 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 a little kind of a waltzy, kind of a soulful, little bit of a gospel progression. And then uh, this brought me to uh, th- a song I wanted to talk about is "Déjà Vu" track mm. five. Yeah, yeah. This was single number two. Obviously, did not take the world by storm like "Driver's License." didn't even do as well as uh single three good for you but it, it it did like make it into the top 10 or whatever but um i love this song and not just because i i again think that the lyrics are you're writing about a breakup you're writing get about uh writing about getting dumped but you find a very 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 yes. specific so angle like-
0: tk thinks the lyrics are tn okay T- Tennessee
1: stop T-N-ch. notch stop, notch. Top notch. stop notch. notch but here's what I really loved about it and I don't know if you guys it struck you this way but it's you know like car ride to Malibu strawberry ice cream and you're like oh this is nice and then she gets the chorus t- do you get deja vu, and she's doing a little uh, Prince kind of uh, uh falsetto, slightly slight soulful. Thing. <laughs> Mike, stop, <laughs> Jeff.
0: Stop, okay, sorry. I'm the color guy, I, I had a little flair to them
1: But then, me as an old indie head, an aging indie head,
0: aging, just
2: just is, just dying on, death, his feet. on
1: death's door, the way that I eat, please. Uh, yes. uh, to in 2021 to hear the hook of this song, yes. When it go, The Mellotron going... She's in the chorus and that hook of... That, I, I could not believe that we were getting, like, a built-to-spill, modest-mouse, mm, indie yeah. moment. Mm-hmm.
2: She was saying, it's like, crazy. she listened to a bunch of Nirvana and No Doubt songs growing up, and yeah. those were her things. And as, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of stuff for the second time now being... Uh, what geriatric millennials as the
1: mm-hmm. as
2: the term was coined, deathbed millennial. Yeah, yeah. Jesus but um,
3: <laughs> I, I like it. Who I, coined that?
2: I, I like seeing a lot of these kids find like you know, Billie Eilish doing Nine Inch Nails again, and
0: well, she was she was born like a couple years before YouTube happened. Right? Jesus, that's so makes me feel ancient. So she <laughs> could just like. Uh, like a lot of crazy different things were coming into. But
1: it I, I oddly like when somebody is seventeen; it's distant from me enough that those the pangs you're talking about, are like oh god, I'm old. Like I don't have it as much on this album because I felt like I dealt with that when you're like rounding thirty and you start to feel like you're not the it generation anymore. It's harsh, but to be 38 and listening to a 17 year old, I can just yeah. like totally enjoy uh, this. And, mm-hmm. and
2: and I have loved pop music more i've discovered pop mm, yeah. mm. and it. let's be uh,
1: honest it's better right now like on on friday when i listened to the top 50 on spotify like billy eilish is way better than better. backstreet boys exactly whatever we fucking and, had. and better than like the, the last <laughs> right. la, even like five years ago and 10 years ago we were in this very specific model i mean no one wants to hear a an old guy talks shit, but you know, I don't like Ariana Grande. I got a lot of pop stars that I don't like. I feel like in this moment right now, pop the pop charts, like Kiss FM, is more interesting
3: by, than it has been. By in a the long way, time.
2: what a great uh, turning pop music on its ear! I think it's the first track. Uh, I think it's brutal where she says, "Where's my fucking teenage dream?" Or whatever. Oh, I uh-huh. love that. That's it's cool. just like to
1: reference a Katy Perry song, and be like, "Oh, for
2: you, it's <laughs> yeah. for you, it's nostalgia. For me, I'm living this shit, and it fucking sucks." Right, and that, that would be
1: like us, like referencing Ramones or something. And it's for. Her. Can we
0: hear a second of uh, déjà vu?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah um I, I love the multiple references to Billy Joel of all people but yes
1: um, that the, was the Billy Joel reference was another thing from Dan Nigro the uh, ah. uh, the producer he's from Long Island and he wanted to get in some long Island references. Gabriel much Ayla like Gabriel like yeah. he also came up with these lyrics they, they co-wrote some of these songs like he he wrote lyrics
0: this is such a like a great specific like are you doing the same thing with this person? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. The
2: specificity of the premise was just like déjà vu. Yeah. Do you run me through the same? Right.
1: You know what it made me think of, and I, I've never heard this in a song. There's so many breakup songs, and Taylor Swift has a hundred of them. I've never heard this exact angle, but it made me think of. The lobster scene in Annie Hall.
2: When you yourself, the audience, remind yourself of the previous scene where he's joylessly cooking lobster with the new girl when he had a fun time (laughs) cooking lobster with Diane Keaton With Diane
1: Keaton, it's so flirty and fun. And then when he does it with the new girl, she's not into it. She's like smoking cigarettes and doesn't care, but he's like trying to force the moment. (laughs) And that is so real. And it's weird that there aren't songs about that. And here's Mike. Here's what I'm talking about. This, that little. Yeah. It was... this, yeah, uh... yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's so much, so many moments in this album that I'm like, oh, that sounds like something. I just can't put my. I,
1: I, I can't find the, the song, a... but like, I, I love uh, Built to Spill, and I feel like there is somewhere on Perfect from Now On or Keep It Like a Secret or something. There's like that. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
0: They do a great job of, of. Borrowing without stealing? You know what I mean? Interpolating.
1: Oh, speaking of interpolations, there's a Taylor interpolation on this album. Yes. So so Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff have songwriting credits. Uh, I don't think it's on Traitor, which I would have... I think it's on One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, which is also sort of a Springsteen reference. He has a song called One Step Up on Tunnel of Love. But I think that One Step Forward, Three Steps Back was so similar to... Um, f- Not even vintage Taylor Something off of uh folklore That Taylor has a songwriting credit on this it's crazy. Isn't it
0: crazy how like How fast all this happens Yes Like Taylor folklore came out in 2020 Right to be influenced
1: by folklore
0: Yeah t- it's so fast
1: Well there's a really good um, There's a video one of those New York Times videos About the making of driver's license mm-hmm. That's so cool And there's a Rolling Stone video About the making of Deja Vu And in both cases, it's, like, you get to hear Olivia's um, voice memo that she texted to Dan, Mm. and then Dan sent her back, like, a demo, and they play it all. It's really cool. I love that stuff. Me too.
2: That's cool. Um, Can we get to Good For You? Yeah. So this is one that, like, the guitar comes back, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I want that Veruca Salt shit. And it feels very 90s, 2000s. It feels very not... Cool, like it doesn't feel cool in like the Billie Eilish Taylor mode right, right now. Right, but uh, l- a little taste of Avril Levine maybe.
1: Very Avril, very. I, I was thinking Paramore. Uh, it, what but, do you? Yeah, like. you mid- think about that?
0: Like that drum build up. Is that that feel like the? Feels like it's from something, but I just can't tell what. Is it Paramore?
1: Well, I mean, like Paramore is not like a seminal punk band. No, I know. They're 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 influenced by what came before them, but I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I I think she was trying to make a pop punk song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dan Nigro had been in an emo band, and they were like, "Let's do not a '90s emo song uh, or pop punk song, but like a 2004 pop punk song." And it is very specific to that. Avril is a great reference because I feel like. Skater Boy kind of came out after there had been pop punk and pop punk, but it was like male dominated. And it maybe, was Green Day, Blink. Yeah, and like maybe Gwen Stefani. That's all skaish and I popish. I don't know if
0: I ever told you guys this, but early two thousands, I <laughs> I enlisted in the army, and uh, my my you drill didn't tell us that. No, I, I yeah. Well, I, remember that one year where I was absent from everything? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I uh, my drill sergeant was. Um, you know, his name was Admiral Levine,
3: <laughs>
0: and every time you Is know, it the Navy. It was the Navy. It was the Navy. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Right, we were, yeah, that's right. We were on a, we were on a, we, boat, were on a yeah. we were on a cruiser, a cruiser, uh, uh, a, yeah, an yeah. uh, aircraft carrier. Yeah, for, uh, aircraft yeah Admiral carrier. Levine, and we all every time you come up for muster i mean to, to you have to prove yourself to admiral r v she would say our why eyes. do you yeah. cadets
1: have to make everything so complicated yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. you're my little skater boys well yeah. that then we said admiral that doesn't make sense and he was you know pulled off duty because i you know he was having a tough time
1: well you know when i was a production assistant at <laughs> yeah, gracie yeah. films on the sony lot the uh-huh. time that I videoed... Um, Jake
2: Gyllenhaal. Jake yeah. Yeah, he, he yelled
1: at me. I saw a lot of <laughs> celebs. He yelled, <laughs> he yelled at me. One time I was looking out the Gracie Films' second floor window from James L. Brooks' office. Who sure. do I see? The Sum 41 guy.
0: Uh-huh. Derek? Derek. Beckles? Blonde guy. No, that's <laughs> no.
3: Not a different no. guy. That's, no. guy. that's
1: guy. TV carnage. Yep. Derek. Uh, Derek Great show. Sum Derek, Just say Derek
2: Waters. Derek Waters. From no. Sum 41. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Derek yep. Waters from...
0: Um, from uh, drunk history and yeah, well, Jeff, you got what, can out. I,
1: what can I say about uh, good, good for you? I I think that I like this song and I like that there's a uh, again I don't know that she totally pulls off the bad girl thing, but it's a it is a great chorus. It reminds me of what all the when we said that Josie and the Pussycats had good pop punk. This mm, feels yeah. like that
2: brand. It does. Uh, uh, Josie and the Pussycats was one of my notes. There you the go. Um, enough for you. The next song was. Uh, I flagged. How do you take your how, how you take your coffee? It felt felt like a little aspirational on the part mm-hmm. of an eighteen year old. That's like I, th-
1: that's funny that you say that because I all, this is the song. What we're on track seven. This is where I started to feel that the the repetition. We were maybe running out of steam and be, getting repetitive, and that that good for you is where I was like, I mean, not good for you. Enough for you. Also, weird back to back, good you. for you, enough for you. Mm-hmm. But she didn't use the number for. Yeah. Uh, enough for you is the song where I was like, this is a little on the nose, in that I've heard other songs about this angle of a breakup. Like, I'm not enough for you. I felt like I had to read the right books and I had to be, pretend I'm smart. Like, every woman I know yeah. has said that. All and, and relatable yeah. stuff. And that, But but beyond Relatable, it's been done, mm-hmm. and probably Taylor has done it. It's and all of,
3: been done. <laughs>
1: oh, oh now there's a, now there's a
3: song.
0: Yeah,
1: no, we're we're yeah. doing
0: stunt next week.
1: But as opposed to Deja Vu, where it's like, holy shit, you found a new wrinkle on being dumped that I never found before. I felt like Enough for You was like, uh-oh, we're starting to get into some territory that is a little bit cliche. And then for the rest of the album, there's great... Music stuff, but I did start to think that maybe we we're repeating right. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and 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 a lot of these songs have like one good couplet, one good chorus where it's just like it justifies the existence of the song. The next song, happier. The premise is, I hope you're ha- I hope you're happy, but don't be happier, which is like, I like that is heart wrenching. Yeah, yeah. And throughout this album, she goes from quote unquote sour to a little bit of acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I would I would say that this album takes a really narrow point of view of its star. uh uh-huh. And then by the end you do sort of get into a little bit of acceptance. And here's where you start to see it. She wishes the person well. It's not all bitter, right. but it, it but, feels but like a it, you're you're it, watching a It's Adele up, yeah. uh uh someone like you mm-hmm. where where it's like oh. heart Oh, it just, it's awesome. it just hurts. Ooh, <laughs> it just, it's and, very I, And she
1: does, the vocal performance here is amazing because on, on Happier, it's like a, it's a piano waltz old timey ballad and that it's not, she resists, you know, if you're a Disney kid and you're 17, you know, there's the urge to go full on like the voice contestant or American idol and, and, and do a bunch of bullshit. And, this vocal performance is so unadorned, it keeps it urgent and real and it's like the actor in her knowing to not go <laughs> like she she performs it like an actor. It's so yeah. it's good.
0: You know what's funny? I the some of the reviews I read was like oh her her voice kind of gets flat or something. But I you're right. She is being an actor in it. Like well, I I don't like, think she's going for like I mean she's she's a very good singer, but I don't think she's going vocalists. for like Oh, I'm not Celine Dion. I'm living this
1: thing. My top 10 favorite vocalists are not like singer-singers. They're people who like make you feel the emotion. Olivia mm. has a huge voice as as we know from yeah. You didn't mean what you wrote in that song. She can do it, but when she chooses to not, she's choosing to not.
2: She can do like a Nora Jones thing where it's like it's not about
0: belting.
1: Right.
2: And uh in preparation for this, I was like, what's the deal with Olivia? And I dug into it a little bit. About like what are the what are the relationships underpinning this album, and uh, one of the things I saw was that she actually performed better when the camera was rolling, oh, and for a, and for a lot of this had friends tape her on her phone, being like, "Yeah, when that when that red light is popping, that's yeah, when I really yeah, yeah. deliver because I feel Dude. like the universe is watching."
1: Watch her at like the whatever that the the British Grammys are and the SNL performance. She's better singing uh driver's license than she is on the album because it's like it's so acted and then also like just the nuance she says s's as sh's sometimes like that's a, a very I common my like, driver's license and it's like very charming and, and well like gives you some nuance
2: that, that's a whole thing that like i feel like is an affectation to be like i'm really singing in
3: the well <laughs>
2: Like, a, it's a very Billie Eilish. But you Lana, gotta say the word. Lana Del Rey. L-A, but like... <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Saying...
2: Like the lullaby Benadryl fucking stoned out mm. I felt that mo-
3: that
1: indie girl the vibe. Uh, voice, I felt it the most. This next track, Jealousy, Jealousy, was like the Billie Eilish song. Yes. Where she's doing, I'm the bad guy. And not totally pulling it off. It's still a good song and good composition, but it is like it feels
2: I, like I, this is what you do when you want a 2021 and, and, hit yes, album. Yes, and then just
1: also like the Billy Eilish is better at that f- particular flavor. Yep. So uh, so no. By try. the way,
2: everybody check out Billy Eilish on the Howard Stern show. There's I know we talked about Harry Styles doing Sludgehammer on Howard Stern. There's there's a Billy. Everybody I- knows that. Yeah. There's a Billy Eilish and, there's a Billie Eilish. <laughs>
0: Yeah, check in with the grasshopper episode. Because
2: uh, they uh, pranked
1: him so much.
2: Like a lot of other shows, like late night shows or SNL, you can you know there's some trickery. Whereas Howard, it feels like you're right up in there. Well, there's I mean, nowhere from to from hide. The
0: beginning, Howard's been so raw. That's
2: I mean, true. Whole, yeah. Howard
1: thing, brought to radio yeah, a certain... Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you yeah. agree yeah. with what agree, I was saying? I agree, You didn't you finish. Agree My, Mike
2: Canford. you agree? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, rounding out, I mean, let's be honest. Favorite crime. Let's not, finally be I honest. I mean, it's, it's back to a, it's a tiny little acoustic folk song. It's very kind of Connor Oberst and precious, but is it sort of repetitive, and is this LP starting to repeat itself? Yes. And is bit, it maybe a bit. skip track? Possibly. Maybe. It's not bad music.
0: Unless it hits you right, you
2: keep but, listening. But, like, one little couplet where it's like, I hope I was your favorite crime because, baby, you were mine, is like, I understand the identity of this song. Mm-hmm. I respect it, mm-hmm. but hey, it's not a, it's not a heavy hitter. But I'm going back to drivers. So,
3: yeah, give me
1: a drivers. <laughs> yeah, but it's now speaking going. of heavy hitters, I'm curious this last track, Hope You're Okay, is yes. where according to Olivia I would assume I haven't heard her talk about the song, but I feel like she probably thinks this this is where she went the darkest. What? Uh, because this the Hope You're Okay is that song that's like the verses are about like people. People, but like a kid who's like, oh, your parents were... Your your parents were more more um, obsessed with like following the Bible than giving you a good childhood, and you had to go to school with long sleeves because of your dad. And then the next track is like your parents didn't love you, and you were like out on your right. own. And she we're, we're
2: we're finally getting some variation on a theme.
1: It's not a breakup song. It's a song about like sad kids she know and
2: people that she misses.
1: Right. I would say like musically, it's great, and and it is very 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 Taylor like Gen Z Taylor, but. But it is also just like when she's not talking about a breakup, I can feel her writing a little bit.
2: Well, it it does sort of feel also like if you're arranging this album, it feels like, oh, we'll put I hope you're OK last, because if you were to apply that to a relationship, it would show an arc. Even though this song in particular is about like her platonic friends, it seems like friends from middle school that had rough, rough lives. But if you put a song called "I Hope You're Okay" at the end of a, an album called "Sour," it feels like you've really done something,
1: right? It's funny because it's like the 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 general theme and the name of it feels like redemptive, but it doesn't totally feel like we like grieved the demise of that relationship and moved on. It felt like we just were like, "Oh, we'll just end on this note." But but it is uh, musically, I like it, and then. Then, hey, at this point, you've listened to the whole album. It's a tight album, 32 minutes or something like that. And my...
2: Shorter than Dancing on the Wind.
1: How long was Dancing on the what? Wind? It was
2: like 40 minutes.
1: Oh, that was our sprawling masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Is that your... I feel like...
2: That's probably everyone's rubric.
1: <laughs> when I look back at our discography, I think of, you know, there's, there's a, a certain... You could never... Capture the uh, the 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 sais quoi. The <laughs> yeah. <ne> sais quoi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you know sure, the uh, the, sure. the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the open the, the debut album that that is full of life and wonder. That's something, and then the the third album that, that is that captured just part brilliant. of North America. The, yeah, and then uh, Paradiso is is a whole other level. But I think that for me, I think uh, Dancing with the Wind, uh, Dancing on the Wind, is my favorite. <gasps> it's the classic rock sprawling masterpiece. Yeah, it's, it's got good. the it's got the most. It's got the, it's got the best lyrics and the most sounds and the most going on.
0: I, I like that album better than s- than Sour. <laughs> oh,
1: <Mike. laughs> so you like something you made better than yeah, something someone yeah, else
3: yeah, made. Yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, what? But when, if Olivia, when she's thirty five, she'll probably be able to make something on that level, don't you think? <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe. At this rate, maybe. Um.
1: No, but my in overall wrapping up this album. I guess my takeaway is that, oh shit, it's a, she's a singer songwriter and that's exciting that it's a, it's a Taylor album. I mean, like, absolutely. I never, I think that Taylor is a singer songwriter and her talent is lyrics and melody. Production wise, I always felt like Taylor is a follower, like, you listen to her albums and she's well, following
2: the trend. Pop wise, everybody is a follower, which is sure. unfortunate. But and but like you have Lusset's to follow
1: it what, what what. But Be what it? came like a couple months Con-
2: before you? I mean, like truly, Kanye is the guy who's just like I listen trying to
1: new sounds,
2: and I'm gonna like juke on Yeezus. So now yeah. everybody's gonna follow. And, and you're bound to missfire. And, like, he, and he's pulling you're... from other underground shit. But they they say innovation only happens on the fringe. So you have hmm. you have to have big people pull from the fringe to make it mainstream.
1: But you know that you you catch Taylor trying sometimes where it's like before she reached her peak. You know that song on uh, Red. There's a song that's like uh, like I knew you were trouble when you uh-huh. walked in, and I'm lying on the cold hard, and it goes into a whole Skrillex thing. Oh! and and I love that song, but it's also like Skrillex was doing that and then her producer was like we'll do that and and she's like writing her songs on acoustic guitar such a great sense of melody such such a great lyricist but the production is is following and and I, i felt like with olivia here i'm not judging the production but just the idea that it's another singer songwriter making uh taylor albums i'm excited for gen z to be doing that i don't want more Uh, Ariana Grande. So like I don't want more big voices with no brain I want people that are going to be writers you know and it's kind of exciting that we got that
0: uh when I was listening to this album I was listening to it on Spotify (laughs) plug and (laughs) yeah
2: we need to get that 0.0017 cents per stream
0: and uh I the end of the album happened and then it went to like more uh Olivia (coughs) went to more Olivia (laughs) <laughs> it went to more Olivia Rodrigo songs and the next one up was start something new from the high school musical mm-hmm. that's she must hate that well, well it, it was like did, a very they it was, l- sounded very Disney they it let her like, write
1: some of those songs but it was the context is totally like Disney and pro- the yeah, production yeah, I'm is, sure. Honestly,
2: fuck. S- same thing happened to me uh, if we're talking algorithms mm-hmm. where it went from Olivia Rodrigo right to Billie Eilish and then to Phineas And it was Uh like, yeah. Wait, Phineas Uh,
1: has solo music? Oh, yeah, he does. I got to listen. He's my fucking neighbor, man. Uh,
2: For a guy who's like 24, he feels like a 40-year-old man who's just like, here's how I fire up Ableton, which it it sounds like a dig, but I uh, Bill and Finn
0: are cool, cool cats.
1: I was jogging in Los Feliz and I saw uh, Phineas and his girlfriend- he's kind of gotten some flack because she looks a lot like Billy. She's like a hot model version of Billy.
2: And her roots are neon green and her uh, hair no, is black. No,
1: she's got the brown hair, but she also has the same face. But I, I had the thing that was humiliating where I was like, holy shit, I think that's Phineas, and I like squinted and I looked closely, and he totally saw me and like gave me a look like "leave me alone." I was like, this. "I'm Phineas." I was like, uh, "Fame aside and money aside, it's embarrassing to be the guy in your <laughs> late 30s excited yeah. to see the guy in the early yeah, he's 20s." Like that's Phineas. <laughs> I saw a documentary about him on Disney Plus. <laughs> What <laughs> you don't like sketch comedy, Phineas? Come on, I seen yeah. I do,
0: but not your sketch comedy. Phineas, Phineas. always on, Phineas. slightly off.
1: Phineas, you gotta check out <laughs> Linda Underwear.
3: <laughs> okay. uh, guys,
0: right. we gotta get out of here. It's a good, it's a good album.
1: Good
0: album. It. listen
2: to it Olivia
1: it. we're watching two, give it in two years we're excited for your your your, your next album where you you're grown up and you're you're, you're, yeah, you're we're, in your 20s we're
2: excited for your dancing on the wind you know we're, what I'm we're,
1: saying? <laughs> <laughs> we're we are looking to pass the baton
0: yeah, yeah cover any of the songs from the sloppy Boys catalog and we'll we'd love to have you on the uh, pod
1: if you remain famous for your next album if you fall off the map we're not gonna have you on Olivia but that's just show business.
0: All right, folks. I hate to say it, but that's the end of the Patrone blowout. We love the Patrons. We love having yeah, we you love guys you. here. We love you. We love you. We tell your friends we love having this time. Each with and you. every
1: one of you. We love Harglebarg.
0: We love Liz.
1: Yeah, we love, oh my God, we love Liz. Liz is Canadian.
0: We yeah. love the Kanger. We
2: go international with this shit.
1: We love oh, we love the ca- the kanger has some of the best Kanger's banger. Ever heard in your we, life. Love,
2: we love Rob Byers?
1: Of course. Hey, let's not forget bad liver piss.
2: Oh right, no, no. Miranda. Miranda.
1: Oh my god, Miranda, please, come on. Hey, Mitch on the web.
0: Love Mitch on the web.
2: Jackie?
1: Oh my god, Jackie.
0: Perfect.
2: Jackie's here to stay. She's a lifeblock. Jackie?
1: Girl. Uh, if we, if, Jackie, if you're listening, we love you. We met you, Jackie. We we hung out with you one time at, over at the T-shirt
3: table. Look,
2: and if we ever see you again in real life, we're gonna give you a little smooch on the forehead. <laughs> yeah. What we
0: always say to the patrons is, sign up, break the debit card in half. You're staying for life. <laughs> <laughs> Lifer. We need lifers. We, we
1: we don't want any of this. Twenty years, thirty years—bullshit. We don't want no. a
0: fair weather patron.
1: Okay? And spread the word to other patrons who are even younger, like toddlers who are maybe have a longer life yeah, ahead. Yeah, of yeah. Them. The, the way What's th- an air
2: pod What's oh. an air pod Start them young, like the Catholic Church, baby. Sure. Get them hooked Get them in. in. All right, folks. Bye, 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 Liz. Bye, patrons.